It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I've received more emails than usual this week to review other people's articles, which I think is awesome. I love to do it. Uh, This article I found is very interesting. Someone asked me to do a blind read on this article. So what that means is they asked if I would read the article as I'm recording the podcast, which I'm also happy to do. All you have to do is request it. So this article is called The Real Reason Why People Hate Scrum by Abigail Sunday. Now, this has the potential already just from the title alone to be an incredible, incredible article. So let's see where it goes. Imagine this. You're part of a team newly transitioning to Scrum. There's excitement in the air, but also a hint of skepticism. After all, you've heard mixed reviews about this popular Agile framework on LinkedIn. (laughs) Because that's where we go to rely on things, or on the Google, right? The book of Google. As weeks turn into months, the initial enthusiasm wanes. Happens all the time. It's called the honeymoon period. Stand-ups feel like a chore. Sprints seem never-ending. And the backlog is just sitting there looking at you. You start wondering, why do people hate Scrum? Or is it just our team. Scrum, for those who may not know, is a framework designed to enhance team collaboration and streamline project management, just in case you're under a rock. Scrum has become a top word in corporations and industries, but behind behind these success stories, there are horror stories also. So this made me wonder, is Scrum the problem or is it something deeper? All right, let's pause there. I love that catchy introduction. It really drew me in and made me think about implementations. And when I start thinking about implementations, I start with teams that have struggled and I always can apply some form of root cause analysis, whether it's, you know, root cause by Ishikawa or the five whys or however you want to get there, the fishbone diagram, I can always find a way to detect what caused the problem. Most of the time, I would argue it's probably either a misconception or a failed transition in the past or poor behavior in one area. Let's see where the article takes us. Uh, It says the misconceptions of Scrum. Good, they went there. I want to bust some myths first. Scrum is not a set in stone doctrine. Good for you. It's a flexible guide. The problem begins when teams treat Scrum like a rigid rule book or playbook. You have probably heard that Scrum means endless meetings, rigid roles, and strict timelines. But the truth is, Scrum is meant to be adaptable. It's about finding what works for your team and tweaking the rest. I remember one of my projects, we'll just call it Project X, as a freelance designer, and I was working in a company transitioning from waterfall methodology to agile. The transition was rough at the beginning, and improvisation was the key. The Scrum Master, who was a former project manager, (laughs) there's a warning sign, was as new to Scrum as the rest of the team. This inexperience led to a strict adherence to the rules rather than an understanding of Scrum as a flexible framework. Daily Scrums became monotonous roll calls, sprints felt like marathons or mini waterfalls, and the backlog turned into a dreaded list of unachievable tasks. I hope nobody out there is having PTSD as hard as I am right now because I've seen this. I've seen this exact thing happen and I've been called in to help. This interpretation of Scrum was like trying to build a house by strictly following a generic blueprint without consideration for the landscape or the homeowner's needs. When I explain Scrum to people just starting, I often say, Scrum is like building a house. While the foundation is always the same, 
The final design varies based on owner's taste, needs, and requirements. Similarly, Scrum should be adapted to fit the team's unique dynamics and not the other way around. I would say Scrum's designed to fit the organization's dynamics and not the other way around. Sometimes teams have to bend their will to the organization, and that's something that she didn't bring up here. Let, let's continue and see if it comes up. In our case, the team was caught up doing uh, caught up in doing Scrum by the book rather than understanding how it could be applied effectively in our context and being Scrum. And I think that relates to what I was just going to say. The realization was the first step in our journey from rigid rules to agile adaptability. Good. I think adaptation is one of the lost arts. It's part of the empirical process. It's been there forever, but I think that people don't bite onto it. So the turning point for our Project X team came with a simple yet profound realization. Scrum is a tool and not a master. We began to shift our focus from frigidly following Scrum guidelines to understanding how these practices could best serve our specific needs. And uh, she goes on to list some different pieces. So the first piece she lists is embracing flexibility. We started by reassessing our daily scrums. Instead of strict status updates, we transformed these into small discussions about roadblocks, 30 seconds per person, not to exceed 15 minutes, and small brainstorming sessions with the remainder of the time left in the meeting. This small change reinvigorated the team, making everyone feel more involved and heard. Love it. Building autonomy. The next step was fostering autonomy. We encouraged team members to take ownership of tasks and make decisions that are relevant to their work. This empowerment led to more creative solutions and a deeper commitment to the project because they felt like they had ownership. When people feel trusted and responsible, their motivation and productivity soar. Fact. Valid. Creating value. Our primary goal was to build a product that provided real value. We began involving end users early in the process, gathering feedback that directly influenced our development. This user-centric approach ensured that we were always working on features that mattered and avoiding the trap of developing in a vacuum. I say all the time that the more you can have individuals and interactions over processes and tools, the better off you're going to be. And then, of course, iterative learning. They embraced the idea of iterative learning. Each sprint became a learning opportunity, not just a deadline to meet. We regularly, regularly reflected on what worked and what didn't, constantly fine-tuning our approach. This mindset of continuous improvement, I would say continual improvement, was crucial in adapting Scrum to our environment. Through these changes, Project X transformed from a rule-bound endeavor into a thriving Agile project. The team was no longer just doing Scrum. They were using Scrum as a means to create something awesome, something meaningful, something tailored to their unique strengths and challenges. And truthfully, I ended up falling in love with Scrum and all things Agile because of this. I remember this love that I had for Agile, and, and this this is spot on. This, this description is right where it needs to be. I think that what we find is by researching the things we hate and making them better, we can understand why we fall in love with what we do in the first place. And that is 100% solid true. So as we continue to work on Project X, we, we discovered that Scrum is not a one-size-fits-all solution. <laughs> I wonder where they heard that from. I said it back in 2007. It's a vibrant, adaptable framework that thrives on the unique attributes each team brings to it. The real power of Scrum lies not in its rules, but in its ability to mold the contours of human creativity and collaboration. I'm stealing that quote. In transforming our approach, we learned that the heart of Scrum works better when we embrace flexibility, autonomy, and continual learning. 
It's about building something of value, something that resonates, not just with the team, but with the end users. When Scrum is stripped of its misconceptions and, implement, and implemented with an understanding of its true spirit, it transcends being just a methodology and becomes a catalyst for innovation and growth. So if you find yourself doubting Scrum, remember the journey of Project X. Consider stepping back from the rule book and looking at your team. What makes them work better? How can Scrum serve as a tool to harness their potential rather than a set of shackles that limit their creativity? I like to say embrace Scrum as a flexible friend, one that can adapt to your team's unique tastes and needs. With this mindset, you're not just using Scrum or doing Scrum, you're mastering the art of Agile and crafting a workspace where creativity flourishes, value is created, and real meaningful progress is made. The true measure of Scrum success is not how well you follow the rules, but how effectively you harness the principles to bring out the best in your team and create something truly phenomenal and magical. I am applauding this article. This is amazing. Ah, man. Abigail, you nailed it out of the park, girlfriend. In fact, I'm going to take this one step further. Abigail Sunday, I'm going to tag you. And if you listen to this episode, I need you to email me directly, lee at agiledad.com. I have a small gift that I want to send to you because I don't know that I could have said this better. This is by far one of my favorite articles I've read in some time. I am going to post links to this in its entirety in the uh, show notes. This is and should be. And in addition, I'm going to throw out, I would love for you to be a guest on the podcast. So we are excited to share this with the world because this is definitely something that I think every single person needs to read. Thank you so much for our subscriber for sending it over and everything you've ever sent so far has been awesome. So I shouldn't have known it was gonna be great. So I encourage you to stay agile, stay healthy, stay well, do all those things you need to do. And until next time, do take care.